What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HillVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness meet. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And we are a full year into this pandemic. Um, now I understand why there's no books or movies or TV shows about the uh, Spanish flu plague back in the early 1900s because it fucking sucked and nobody <laughs> wants to remember it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this pandemic's got us all feeling all kinds of ways. We've missed workouts. Our nutrition's out of whack. There's stress. There's anxiety. There's fear. There's uncertainty. There's burnout. We know all of these feelings real well, right? Mm-hmm. So... Let's talk about it. Mental health check. Yeah. We need it. Uh, I I brought this up um the other day just because right now currently I'm I'm not I'm not struggling. I'm just trying to reconfigure my balance. Mm-hmm. It's life's weird right now. I've got a lot going on. Everyone has a lot going on. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Um we're a year into a pandemic. We're almost through it. Um and I think that that causes some anxiety a little bit. Uh-huh. I think that that causes a lot of anxiousness. Um, and now we're being told to break, to brace for another fourth yep. spike in cases. So like, we don't really know, like we're getting excited, but sh- are we preemptively getting excited? It's just a little stressful. I mean, yeah, it is. Um, Cause we were talking about this last night. Uh, it's like, cool. I'm excited because I've had my first dose. So yeah. I'm halfway there. Like there's a light at the end of the tunnel for me, right. but is there? Because now they're saying there's a second spot or there's going to be another spike. We're going to go through a fourth wave. Yeah. Um, summertime's almost here. Right. Like, the weather's the- getting nicer out. In Omaha yesterday, yeah. it was 80 degrees. Oh, it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was orgasmic. Yeah. Oh, so it's, uh, I don't know. I- yesterday is what living in PR is like every single day. Man, I would miss the winter. Uh-uh. Like a week of winter. <laughs> that's why you just come back to, that's why I would come back and visit. A visit, for 10 days yeah, I suppose. <laughs> peace out. Back to the palm trees. Um, Absolutely. Missing workouts happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It happens to me. It happens to Sasha. Yeah. Like, you're, you're a human being. Life is weird. We've all got schedules and they're all fucking crazy right now. So right. if you miss a workout or a couple workouts or a week of workouts or two weeks of workouts mm-hmm. or a month of workouts, it's okay. You know where you need to go back to and start. Right, exactly. Like I actually, the part of the reason I brought this up was because I know in the last episode I had mentioned that I was beating myself up because uh-huh. I, I 
haven't in several years missed two days in a row. I take sometimes one, you it's always one, but sometimes two days off in a week mm-hmm. for active recovery and a full on rest day. Last week I did back to back days. This week I haven't worked out yet. Normally I would just beat the crap out of myself, but I also have to be realistic in that like if my workload is heavy and I'm working a 14 hour day, mm-hmm. It would be unrealistic to expect of myself to also get in a ninety-minute workout. Yes, uh, that that's where the balance comes into play. Like, oh yeah, <clears throat> we've talked about this with Doctor Fit and Fabulous. Actually, yeah. it's the, it's the teeter totter. Sometimes you're on the other side of the teeter totter, and that other end is still there, but it's just kind of there, right? And that's yeah. okay. Like I don't, I haven't. I'm on like my fourth week of not. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to work out today because <laughs> we have a photo shoot coming up. Yeah. So I should yeah. probably actually see some gym time today. <laughs> um, but it is easy to push off a training session when you're just not feeling it, when you're super busy, when life is just completely upside down. Yeah. And that's okay. It's, if you're not in a good place mentally, it's some days it helps to get a workout. Yes. In. Yeah. Some days it just makes you feel worse. Yeah. And the other thing too, like I, I brought this up in a conversation, just like I had to sit with myself for a second and realize this was Sunday afternoon. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, I am not superhuman. I know what my week looks like this week. I have a lot going on. Maybe now would be the perfect time since I haven't done it in probably three years to take a diet break and not weigh every single thing, just be mindful of what I'm eating and just take a full on week off mm-hmm. of, of training. It, you know what it, though? The anxiety it gives me a little bit because I've been doing it for so long the same way is a little off putting, but I also realize that just like mentally and just to take care of myself in a different way to take that break is going to be exactly what I need and then go full bore back into yep. what I was doing before. <clears throat> so an example, and this will make you feel hopefully better because that's why I'm going to share it. Matt Frazier, after he wins the CrossFit Games, he takes a month long, two month long, three months. I don't remember exactly. It's at least a month, but mm-hmm. they like fuck off to wherever for like mm-hmm. 30 to 60 days yeah. and they don't train. They kind of just, they, they eat. Okay. Yeah. Within, you know, like the normal parameters, but he doesn't beat himself up. He enjoys it. Like, and that's the fittest man, the five time fittest man on earth. Right. So if he (laughs) can take a month off of training, I can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And don't feel like a dick about it. Especially right right now, especially right now with everything that's going on. Some days it's hard to just get out of bed. Yeah. Let alone for me, it's hard to get out of bed. And I have a job where I don't leave my house. Yeah. It's like, I don't even want to face the day sometimes and I'm not going anywhere. So to yeah. people that like face this stuff and have to go be functional humans out in society every day, kudos to you yeah. because that shit's hard. And, um, and I know I just kind of touched on this, but like not only with training, like, are you off your nutrition plan right now? Kind of. Yes. I haven't like really cared the last couple of days because I'm like, right. I'm just going to do what I need to do and eat this at this time because I know that'll get me to appear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's okay. And it, it's always going to be there to go back to just like your training plan. Is. Yeah, absolutely. That nutrition plan will always be there. And I mean, when we say take a break from, the, from your, your diet, from your nutrition, mm-hmm. we're not saying eat McDonald's four meals a day. Right. right. Um, <laughs> but if you do want to eat McDonald's on the way home from work, hit right. the drive-thru. Like, it's okay. 
Right. Um, I mean, we order, we order out usually twice a week right now, just because it's that one thing that makes me feel like a normal person. Like, Ooh, a meal I didn't have to make myself. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I, I've just been trying to be mindful of like, I make sure that I have protein with every meal because Mm -hmm. the gains that I have made, I'm not going to lose them all in a three day span of time and go back to the beginning of my journey. And it's not going to happen in a week after a month or two. And I'm doing the same thing. Probably I'm going to notice a loss. Your ass will shrink and you will know. Right. (laughs) But like, I know I'm like, I'm going to take this week off it. I I'm moving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're closing on a house. We need to get our stuff out. And like, it's okay. I'm still going to be moving. Yesterday, I just went for a walk because I was like, if I will feel better if I at least move my body. Yeah. We've mentioned before when and Holly uh, from Holly's Healthy Holes brought this up, but it's stuck with me. Like something is better than nothing at all. Absolutely. So I went for a 20 minute walk and I felt perfect afterwards. I was like, at least I moved my body in some way today. Yeah. And that's, that's the goal. It doesn't have to be a full on workout. It doesn't, I mean, if you just wanted to do 10 minutes of yoga in the basement, that would have been totally perfect too. Mm. Like when we, the last time we moved, holy shit, dude. Um, I took two months off of training at one point because we were repainting our house. Mm-hmm. We were like, we did all of it ourselves cause we were home all the time. I couldn't justify paying someone to paint my house if I'm in the damn thing 24 seven. Right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, we painted our house and it was 3,500 square feet indoors yeah. and out. And it sucked. It took us like a full six weeks to do the entire property. And I didn't, I didn't do a single workout yeah. because I was running up and down ladders and I was on the roof and like, you're still doing things. You're right. packing, you're carrying shit around. Right. It's not like you're sitting on your ass all week doing nothing like me for 14 hours yeah that's like that's some Sadie shit right there (laughs) the one thing that like is always important and you might as well get your bingo card out because we're going to say this a lot probably this episode but balance like Mm -hmm. knowing when is a good time to take those breaks like when we could probably do an entire episode on the importance of a diet break like whether you're bulking, whether you're just maintaining, whether you're cutting, it is super important mentally yes. to take a diet break. Um, just literally just for your mental yeah. capacity. Like you don't have to measure everything every day for the rest of your life. Like taking a, a week break, like every six months probably is something that I would suggest doing. Yeah. And I'm, I, Intuitive eating isn't for everyone. It's worked okay for me so far. Um, and that's anecdotal evidence, obviously. But um, just from personal experience, like I haven't weighed stuff. I, I quit weighing things when we moved yeah. back here. Like I was like, eh, whatever, everything's prepackaged yeah. or whatever. Anyways, so I, I quit weighing things and my body comp has actually improved, which is cool. Right. Um, which means I'm still feeding my body the exact same things it needs in the same quantities. Like after a while, you do it for two or three years. You just, mm-hmm. it's, it's just there. You're never going to get rid of it. And you actually don't even need that scale most of the time. So yeah. when you're done with your break, eyeball stuff for a week and see how it is compared because I bet you're pretty fucking close. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exact, like I still play that game with myself. Mm-hmm. I don't weigh every single piece of bread. I don't, cause they weigh about the same. They're off by a few grams, yeah. like a few grams here and there in the grand scheme of things right now where I'm currently at, Not isn't going to wreck anything. Yeah. I still like to play that game though, where you throw it on there and you're like, doop, doop, doop. Yes. Yep. <laughs> right on point. Yep. It's, it's, I always remember when I do that, it reminds me of the episode of King of the Hill. I'm going to do that a lot too. I love King of the Hill. I will reference that often. So if you haven't watched that show, you should, it's the perfect show and I will die on this hill. However, <laughs> uh, there's an episode where Peggy 
can win a free Sunday by weighing her ice cream. So she trains herself to weigh all the stuff to know just like, Oh, one scoop of this. And it's like, that's what it's like to learn how to intuitive eat. Right. Like, wow. That's right. crazy. Um, one thing I like to do to help keep me on track without feeling like I'm on track is making bar food at home. Yeah. Um, this has been a, a lifesaver for us at our house. Cause we are, for me being as big of an introvert as I am, I am a very social creature. When it's the people that I want to be around. Right. Um, so we would go out, you know, two, three, four nights a week and just, you know, grab a beer, hang out, grab an app and then go home. Well, we can't do that right now. So yeah. it's like, well, shit, I wish I was at the bowling alley. Okay. I'm going to air fry some hot wings. I'm going to put some waffle fries in the oven and we'll make some cheese curds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know everything that goes in it. The worst thing for you is going to be the cheese curds if you deep fry them. But still, you're not putting all that extra shit in there. It's just the cheese curds and the dredge. So it's like three ingredients. Um, Do stuff like that. Like we do pizza night at home a lot. Mm -hmm. There's, There's a lot of ways that restaurants junk up our food that you can make it at home and make it more nutritious and with a lower calorie count. So you can eat more of it. Like, have you ever, have you ever made wings at home in the oven? Like you, you, you render all the fat off of them. Yeah. And then they get nice and crunchy. So you're losing all of that instead of adding fat to it. Like when you deep fry it. Exactly. Convection oven. Yes. That thing's shit. I didn't realize how much I would absolutely be obsessed with an air fryer. Like all of the things that I missed that I really wanted, but it's not that I wasn't allowing myself. I just didn't choose to have those options because I wanted to stay within a certain amount. And I'd like to keep my fats down because I uh, honestly, I go over on protein every single day, every single day. (laughs) I uh, I love protein, but I wanted to like allow for that, the balance again, balance. Uh, But investing in an air fryer was one of the best things I ever did. Cause now I get to have those treats and I feel, I don't feel guilty at all. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Put another handful in there. Yeah, more fried pickles. Dude, (laughs) fried pickles in the air fryer. It's literally your pickle slices that you get really dry, and then you put it in a, you whisk an egg, drop it in the egg, and then you smash breadcrumbs onto it, and you just lay them on the basket in the air fryer. Five minutes, flip them, five more minutes, they're done. They taste just like B-dubs. Oh, have you ever th- had beat ups fried pickles? I thought you said beat ums, and I'm no, like, what the hell is beat ums? Buffalo wild yes, wings. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they taste like beat ups fried pickles. Really that good. Amazing. Three ingredients. Yes. Three ingredients, and that's all you need to do. You just throw it in the air fryer and walk away. I got a new. I got to upgrade. Lou took her oh. air fryer when she moved, so I got the instant pot air fryer. Oh, nice. I almost bought one of those, but I have an Instant Pot and I have an air fryer, so I don't know. Like, well, whatever. you can get the lid. They make, like, the attachment, the lid attachment for the six-quart, but I was like, for the extra $40, I want the rotisserie function. Yeah. Because rotisserie chicken is one of my favorite things. I'm that girl that you'll see breaking <laughs> apart a rotisserie chicken in the Costco parking lot with her bare hands. Yeah. I bought... No shame. I've been buying the picked ones, like the pre-ones, because it's easy to make, like, anything Anything, with. yeah quesadillas quesadillas (laughs) yes another thing that i don't think that we've talked about enough but i am currently experiencing and as are you Mm -hmm. (laughs) or we wouldn't be doing the mental health check episode Mm -hmm. um hello burnouts my old friend i have not missed you um i have always dreaded it i know that it happens also a plateau whatever. Yeah. Um, this is something that most of us have dealt with in in adulthood (laughs) because you've got there's several different steps to this, but yeah. there's so much going on when you're an adult that you have to juggle and again, balance 
I think you have like five of those now. So but drink a swig of soda or something. Yeah, turn it in to get <laughs> something. I don't know, a sticker, I guess. Yeah. I'm close. Um, I'm <laughs> probably step three in the five stages of burnout. Oof. Um, the honeymoon phase is the first phase yeah. of burnout. When we start something new, you're super dedicated to it, the cause uh, and the cause, and you feel okay about it yeah. until you reach step two. Yeah, step two is where it starts to suck. Uh, step two yeah. is the onset of your stress. This is going to come about when you have the realization that today's been really hard, like a lot harder than yesterday or the day before. Some mm-hmm. of those symptoms, now this this is, ugh, I feel attacked. Uh, <laughs> symptoms include grinding your teeth, high blood pressure, lack of social interaction, inability to focus, and fatigue. What is the first thing I do when I'm under duress? Um, I hide from everybody. Yeah, I hide from the world. I, I am great at going. I am very loud. I look very loud, but I know how to make myself invisible. Yeah. Super easy. Um, so that's the first thing I do. Like I do that. I am a habitual teeth grinder. Like yesterday I was anxious about nothing. I had literally mm-hmm. nothing going on yesterday. And I could feel my, I was like just standing there. I could just feel my, I'm like, I had to literally say out loud, Hey, stupid, stop grinding your teeth. <laughs> There's nothing to be upset about today. Why are you being like this? Yeah. Because I'm burned the fuck out. Right. <laughs> right. The third phase, which I'm currently in, and maybe I'm in fourth. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's a lot going I'm on. I'm shades of all five of them. Let's be honest. Chronic stress. Yeah. Um, we've discussed this in great detail in a previous episode. Um, symptoms include anger, aggression, apathy, chronic exhaustion, Hello. Uh, <laughs> cynical attitude. I'm not there yet. Oh, you panicked, haven't hung out with me enough. Feeling panicked. I can't procrastinate because it's not the nature of who I am. I cannot do it. Uh, I like strict deadlines, but I got to get everything done. Yeah. Uh, resentfulness. Hi. Yes. Uh, increased drug, alcohol, and caffeine consumption. Oh, my gosh. Dude. I don't ever drink caffeine past a certain time of day because I know I'm gonna, I, I will not be able to fall asleep. Made that mistake last Monday. Ooh. I could not fall asleep until several hours after I got home after a late night at work. And I was like a zombie the next day, which I think I referenced on yes. last week's episode. Yeah. Um, because I had only had like four hours of sleep, but I just couldn't sleep, which insomnia is not a thing I do. But it's because I'm stressed mm-hmm. out. So I'm sleeping like crap. Yep. Caffeine yeah. is my number one drug of choice. Mm. Um, I've been consuming stupid. I've always had stupid amounts of caffeine in me. Like seriously, if you, I, I think I run on caffeine more than anything. Caffeine and anger, yeah. I feel like are the two things that fuel me most days and spite. Spite yeah. is a great motivator. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but being spiteful is a good motivator, my friends. Um, anyways, yeah. so like I feel resentful towards fucking everything most mm-hmm. of the time, like for no reason either. Like, why am I mad at this? Oh, it's just because yeah. I'm stressed out and everything sucks right now. Yeah. I'm chain smoking CBD cigarettes. Like they're the fucking going out of style. Like, wow. Yeah. Not it's, to like, I don't, if you don't currently smoke like, si- like cigarettes, don't start. Yeah. Don't <laughs> you're start stressed smoking out. when you're stressed. I only say this because I legitimately last week at the beginning of my super stressed outness, um, was like I'm. I think I'm gonna quit smoking this week. No. Why would you? Do no, that? no, 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 no. I I don't need Why to do be you hate yourself on top of being um, stressed out. I don't also need to be an even bigger monster because I'm trying to throw in 
a ha- like quitting a habit that uh that's a recipe for how people get <laughs> murdered i feel like like you're just I was like i guess i'll wait until after the move yeah this is not happening right no. now it's not i yeah i've been smoking mad cbd lately like cbd is my number one friend in helping me deal with my anxiety most of the time so i have it in all forms in my house and it's amazing highly recommended if you deal with anxiety issues mm-hmm. uh it's the part of marijuana that gives you the calm but you don't yeah. get any of the he- the head high because there's very 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 minimal like 0.03% THC there mm-hmm. has to be I did, I I used to go to a dispensary because I lived in Puerto Rico and they have medicinal marijuana there so my um my bud tender actually explained this to me one time so CBD is the part that gives you the calm and you have to have some THC that comes out with it when they extract it because mm-hmm. that's just how it is. They're bonded together, but it's so minimal that it won't ever like fuck you up on a drug test. Like CBD is completely like full spectrum. CBD is completely legal. Um, I get mine shipped to me in the mail. That's how, mm-hmm. you know, it's legal because the U S postal service brings it to you. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a great tool. Um, I've been watching a lot of the like CrossFit athletes and stuff that we follow. They've picked up CBD endorsements mm-hmm. and, that's been really cool because that is something that besides mental health being stigmatized, if I can throw my voice behind anything to make something less taboo, it would Mm -hmm. be medicinal marijuana. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like we have a lot of people, especially in this state that are very misinformed on the subject. And uh, yeah, they just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, So CBD is a great tool. Um, if you are dealing with stress, if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with burnout, maybe worth trying. Um, it helps me a shit ton. It helps my husband. Uh, it helps all of my friends. Like we all smoke CBD. Yeah. Now smoking, is it the most healthy thing for you? Probably not. We've discussed this before on going cold turkey, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And my smoking CBD has had zero impact on my cardiovascular performance, my lung capacity. I don't wake up coughing every day. Like I don't have brown shit coming up when I cough. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any of those problems that I used to have when I smoke cigarettes yeah. because it's 100% pure hemp. So you don't get the junk. It comes with a fat ass filter on the end of it. So it tastes really good. It's mm-hmm. really smooth and it doesn't smell like a doobie. Yeah. So you can smoke one at work. I smoked one before we came in here to record this episode and I'm great. Yeah. Like I'm not high. I'm real chill. <laughs> which I needed today because I have had a day. My brain has not been nice to me today. Uh, step four of burnout is burnout. <laughs> so welcome mm-hmm. to it. This is where your symptoms are going to be more severe than chronic stress that we talked about in stage three. Your behavior is going to change. You could have chronic headaches. You might have stomach problems. You could just feel empty. Yeah. Um, this is my biggest sign when I know that I am hella burned out is my stomach will be pissed. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. All kinds of things. You could be constipated. You could have the runs. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you could just be bloated or gassy. Your stomach is signaling you like, Hey, something is very wrong in your system. We need to remedy this. Mm -hmm. So if you start experiencing some of those things day after day after day, this is the stage where you really need to take action to cut it off at the pass because stage five really fucking sucks. Yes. Yeah. Um, stage five is habitual burnout. This is the final stage of burnout. Um, it means that burn, the burnout is so strong that you're likely to experience a significant ongoing physical, mental, or emotional problem as opposed to being occasionally burnt out. Mm-hmm. So we had touched on this, but just to reiterate, and 
this managing stress episode, habitual stress and stressful situations and not addressing those problems and nipping them in the bud leads to heart disease. Yeah. Um, it leads to a number of different maladies that are directly related and correlated to stress and mm-hmm. a lot of it. Um, not addressing burnout, stress, whatever. You could say, <laughs> when you say I'm stressed out week, o- week over week over week for months on end, like you're burned you're out. Burned out. Yeah. So take a, like most places anymore, I don't even think that you should have to explain this, but if you need a mental health day to lay in bed and not do anything, yeah, not because you're depressed, but just to not be Some days you just all need to hands on deck. Unplug from life. Exactly. Do that. Like address it in some way so that you don't have long-term side effects from not addressing it. Yeah. I hit burnout real. I hit stage five back in like, I don't know, January. Mm. And I was just a shit show. Like, you know, like no one will ever see me when I am that low because that's just not how I am. I just won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how you know I really like you is if you ever see me that bad. Um, but yeah, I was totally in stage five. Um, I'm finally crawling my way back. I'm in like stage three now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm hating things a little bit less as we <laughs> go, but Stage five sucks. You don't ever want to be in stage five. Um, stage five has happened to me multiple times. Um, and I had a shitty job situation that put mm-hmm. me into it. It made me a very toxic, angry person. Um, going through a hurricane will put you in habitual burnout because everything fucking sucks and you can't go anywhere and everything's broken and you don't have any resources. Um, and pandemics. I mean, this mm-hmm. is the longest. It's the longest time where we've had to do this in our lives. You Quarantine, know, like, yeah. yes, quarantine has been terrible. It's. It's just awful. Like, try to get through it however you can. Mm-hmm. Avoid burnout, yeah. if at all possible. Take take self-help days. Like, call your therapist. Yeah. Do online therapy. Like, if you don't want to go talk to somebody in person, that's fine. Because you know what? Sometimes you walk into a therapist, and that therapist can be kind of judgy. And it's like, I'm not feeling this. Bye. Right. If you want to do it from home, do it from home. There's a million different things that you can do from home. Mm-hmm. You can do telehealth via video. You can do it via text. Mm-hmm. Like you have, you have options. There's pl- There's tons of options out there. The thing with burnout too, though, I, I don't think that we talk about enough, like just as a society is that I think it's more common than people admit because I feel like sometimes people don't like admitting that they're super stressed out. Yeah, we don't. It's, it's a boundary setting thing in some situations. Um, a lot of cases, like you're going to have stress with children. You're going to have stress at, in your home life at some point. Um, everybody's not perfect and life isn't perfect. Yeah. But when it comes to like places of employment or, or maybe it's a family member that's con- consistently stressing you out, setting healthy boundaries doesn't mean that you're an asshole you're asking for what you need from the other people around you. And asking for what you need from the other people around you isn't self-ish. Nope. I feel like it's a little selfless because you are, by taking care of yourself, taking care of the other people around you. Everyone that has to deal with you on a daily basis will be glad. Uh, trust <laughs> me. Um, fuck, fuck dealing with toxic people. Like, you don't need that. 
I I dealt with toxic people for a long time and I cut them out finally and I've never felt better. And you know what? That those toxic people are my family and I don't have any any guilt at all because I'm a 32-year-old woman and I've been dealing with their toxic bullshit since I was a child. Mm-hmm. So if you're dealing with the same thing, if you've got people that aren't there to support you or you're setting a boundary and they're shitting all over it or they're mad about it, you don't need those people. Yeah. Because they don't get it. They'll call you selfish, but they're the ones that are selfish. They're the ones projecting, and they're the ones that have the problem. Not you. Not you at all. Don't ever, ever let anybody make you feel bad for setting a boundary that is to help yourself. Because at the end of the day, all you have is you. Like, if everybody else disappears, Mm -hmm. you're the only thing you've got. So you have to make sure that you're good. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and that's why I wanted to do like a mental health check episode. We haven't done one in a little bit. I think it's super important. I've been, I was like, I don't like missing this many days in a row, but I also know, like I said at the beginning of the episode, like if I don't, it's going to be much worse for me the rest of this week, but also in the long run because I might hurt myself because I'm tired. Yeah, your form might not be where it needs to be or yeah, you're overcompensating somewhere. It's... And in a way for me, it's kind of like, I know that I've talked about quite a bit before, like, I mean, working out really very much is how I mentally take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But Some when days- things are rough and like, there's a lot of stuff going on, it's okay to just take a step back. I know where to pick up. Yeah. I know where I left off. Yeah. So I'll just pick up there next week when I can start again. And yeah. I'm not, it's life isn't as chaotic. Sometimes self-care means just doing nothing. Yeah, yes. It, it is. <laughs> doing nothing sometimes when you don't typically do nothing is self-care. You don't even have to leave the house. Just take a day where you're going to stay home, drink coffee, play video games. Right. Like send the kids to daycare. Just hang out at home. Make some breakfast. Sit on the patio. Drink a cup of coffee. Watch yeah. some nature. Watch some nature. Nature's good for your brain. <laughs> Nature's sure. so good for your brain. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I Just can't wait till it's warm yourself. enough to camp. That's going to yes. be my self-care this spring is going camping. I love camping. It's the best. Just make sure you guys take care of yourselves. If you need someone to touch base with, just check in with, chat about anything. Yeah, hit us up. You can always send us an email. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. You can find us on the internet anywhere on any social platform. We're on all, all of, of them. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just... Reach out if you need help. If you don't feel comfortable talking to us, there are, yeah, as there's Sadie other suggested, ways. there's other ways. If you want a list or suggestions, you can also send us an email about that. Yeah, like don't feel bad if you need to reach out to talk to somebody, especially if you want to send us a message. Like we've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've aired some of my, my baggage on the, on the podcast before. So like I don't, again, I don't do that to have people feel bad for me. Because I don't feel bad for myself about right. it anymore. I've yeah. moved on from it. It's a thing that I dealt with for a really long time that did fuck with me for a really long time. But now it's gone. Mm-hmm. I share it because we have a problem in this country with stigmatizing mental health, but yet we mourn suicide. So when somebody kills himself, we always say, oh, I wish, I would, I wish they would have spoke out. I wish they would have reached out to me so I could help them. Mm-hmm. Well, people usually don't because they're afraid that they're going to get ridiculed. Right. So we need to change that conversation. So if you need to talk to somebody and... It doesn't matter what it's about. You can always send us a message. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to make you feel bad. And hopefully we can give you some insight. Like, yeah, we've seen some shit. We get it. Life sucks sometimes. And we get through it. The party never stops. My buddy Tommy always used to say that. And I'm going to get that tattooed on me somewhere because 
he always told us that. Like, yo, man, what's up? Having a shitty day, but the party never stops. Right. So the party never stops. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to each other. Um, and like we said, reach out if you need yeah. help of any kind. We're here. Even if it's just capital letters not making sense, <laughs> pounding your hand on the keyboard. We'll be like, I totally get it, man. Sometimes you need to word vomit <laughs> just to get yes. it out. It happens. I, I'm guilty of that very often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are proud to be a Heard At Media podcast we mentioned this. Please like, follow us on social media, wherever you stream your podcasts. Um, when you're all caught up with us, you can find me hanging out with Aaron Sorensen on Mind Your Own Podcast. Um, you can catch up with Pat and JT, who are always being hilarious. Dax and Adam always have the latest and greatest celebrity news on Hollywood Raw. Um, and you may have heard of him, the Omaha music guy, Kevin Coffey, has a podcast now called Pops and Hisses. He just did an episode with Chris DeMakes from Less Than Jake. Yeah. And I totally fangirled about it. I was like, oh, they're <laughs> one of my favorite bands. <laughs> they're it. good. Uh, he's also interviewed members of 311. Yes. So I believe that was his first episode. Yeah, he's Just great at what he the does. Flag in. Yeah. Um, and we also have another podcast um, at home with Ben Alevi with Joseph Benavides and Megan Alevi. And not to, I mean, not toot to our, toot own, our horns, own horns, but beep, not beep. in addition to them, who are fabulous, wonderful people, um, you may have heard of Shuli. The Shuli Show is now on the Herd at Media Network. So make sure you check out all of those podcasts after you're done listening to us. We love you. Have Please a good week. Take care of yourselves. If you need anything, you know where to find us. MTK, out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.